Morning. Good morning. Welcome January 2023. It was 2023. Free. Yeah. F-R-E-E. We're free of 2020. Yes, we are. 2022. No, we're free of 2020, aren't we? 2023. Oh, right. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. It takes me time sometimes. Maybe I need another coffee. So... Yeah, it's been so long since we did Well, I think we should fess up that we did try a while ago. We did. What happened? Internet and everything just went a bit wobbly. So I think we'll persevere through the wobbliness today. And yeah. And just out any like, glitchy stuff. So apologise to any sound engineers. Yeah. But, and I th- I think I, I in my memory of the last few months, everything's just gone a bit wobbly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think in every way, shape, or form, it's all yeah. going to be wobbly. Welcome the wobble. Yes. That is our mantra. Welcome the wobble. <laughs> I think my whole body went wobbly. Yeah, mine's too. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's a little wobbly. All good. We but welcome the wobble. I seriously think that's because I've taken my headphones out. Because I normally sit with headphones on, so she's no idea who I'm talking about. And she's oh, Phoebe the, do- Phoebe the dog welcomes the wobble too. So she's she's joined in. She's heard your voices and gone, there he is somewhere. So January, how are you guys doing January? Do you have thoughts about January and stuff? I, I love January. I, I actually, every January, I will say at one point, I'm a January person because the pressure, I know some people put pressure on, they heap pressure on themselves in January, but I'm like, yes, we, and I hate to have this approach, but we survived Christmas. The pressure's on, you know, I know it's a long month financially and I, I know all of that, but I'm like, Ooh, Christmas is done. I take the tree down. You keep your tree up. I take mine down. And, and it's like, I like a clear out, a fresh start. I I love it. I love that piece of it and sort of getting back to normal. And I need to remember next year when I have my December, mm. it's just that pressure, the pressure I feel. Mm. And when I, when does, I have to remember in December, remember in <laughs> December to welcome the January wobble. Like I, I, I'm so relieved when it's done and I can clear it away. I don't know. I love January and I do, I don't do new year's resolutions, but I start a new journal Mm. and I kind of just, I don't know. I feel like it's a new, I Mm. I feel that way in September too, when school starts again. Mm. I find September more of a new year. Yeah. Do you Sunny? You guys work in schools and stuff and I don't, but I've always found September an easier new year. Yeah. That's yeah, strange. I th- I I think there's a lot to play, like in this west, this this hemisphere that we live in, with the day length and all that kind of stuff coming into January. I think I think it's a tricky one starting new stuff when the, your days are so short, <laughs> and yeah. it just it just felt. But with September, you still have a super long day, don't you? Like you still have your evenings, and it's a, a bit of a different sort of playing field. 
I think for me, I am learning to embrace January as a month of um, continued hibernation. Like that's why I keep a tree up till Candlemas, which is the first of February, I think, um, because it just elongates the sense of oh, just bedding in and enjoying that the days are shorter and enjoying that you don't have to go out in the evening if you don't want to. And like just just being able just to play with that a little bit because I just feel, I feel when it's bright and sunny outside, there needs to be something going on. Yes. Like, I need to be doing something. But is there something really comforting when it gets dark at four o'clock and I'm like, oh, okay, I've finished my working day and now that's that's me done for the day <laughs> like and I've still got my Christmas tree lights up that I can just stare at for half an hour and not really bother you know so yeah so I think like I think yeah it's a funny one January it's trying to like how do we position that what does that look like so yeah do you I do dry January oh I don't know I don't <laughs> I do dry January because and I I I do feel like that's really significant for me. Not that I drink loads, but it's just, it's just that, um, like giving myself a fresh start. It's like an experiment. What happens when I, when I, and I, I generally try to eat cleaner in January. I want to, by the time mm. January comes after all the food of Christmas. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, just scrambled eggs, please. Like, just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally a vegetable or two. Hey, but you for Sunny, what's January for you? Uh, I think the relief of Christmas being over, I think, is a a big thing. Um, do you know what? It's, it's been different living here. Um, yeah. And I think it's probably just compared to being living in deepest, darkest Cumbria, because where I live <laughs> on that windy hill with... The winters were brutal. Um, it's probably different in a town, like even in your towns. Yeah. I was. So, um, like we're it's it's light till like quarter past five already, and it's you know like it's starting to feel really spring-like. You know, in the days mm-hmm. like apart from the like and 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 we haven't had the cold snap and the snow yeah. and all the rest of it that you guys have had. So we've got yeah sunny skies and like it feels really spring-like so I feel quite I feel like I used to feel <laughs> like March and April <laughs> yeah. yeah but I do I just, I've done a little office sort out and I've got all new yeah. notebooks and like yeah I do I do that I get ready for the return to work and you know and thinking about the year ahead yeah um, but not in a big way because I just you know I think I think New Year's resolutions are a bit of a setting yourself up because I think you do want to eat cleaner you don't want to move more but there's not so much option for that with a short day yeah yeah well and there's a whole sort of uh school of thought that says like there are two camps right with with shifts in our behavior that we want to make one school of thought says like sort of around addictions and things tell like if you were to say get sober get sober tell in AA they will say tell everybody that you are getting sober because you because then everybody knows and there's sort of built-in accountability but then regarding things like goal setting and obviously these are slightly different or vastly different depending on how you look at it but with goal setting don't 
tell people what you're doing mm. because then you'll be looking for the external validation rather the intrinsic motivation. And so I'm not sure what I think lately. You know, it's funny, isn't it? Because mm. on social media, there's there are jokes that go around that as soon as somebody starts eating health, how do you know somebody's eating healthy? They'll tell you, oh boy, they'll tell you. How do you, how do you know that somebody's working out? Oh, they're gonna post it, you know? And then um, and then and I totally guilty as charged. Because I don't know why I do that, but it's partly because I like encouraging other people, but partly accountability for myself. But then what do you guys think? Is it yeah. intrinsic motivation, external validation, somewhere in the middle? What? Yeah. What was shifts when we want to make shifts in our behavior or choices? Habits. I like, uh, it's probably, I don't know, maybe a bit heavy, but I find anything that like triggers shame, like as soon as I shame myself like if I if I say I'm going to do something and I don't do it if I say I'm going to yeah. not going to eat something then I eat it or you know that kind of thing then the, like I find shame is just like wearing concrete boots you know like you just can't yes forward so my biggest thing when I'm trying to make a change is to be okay with like just to keep doing the next best thing you know like, yeah. like what's the next best decision I can make you know like rather yeah. than all the ones I've just made that weren't so that weren't best maybe for me so like on on Wednesday I was gonna go to like um, a craft cafe in the village Mm. because I really need to meet people outside of my four walls and Mm. you know I spent I spent my whole week talking to people but not in real life so Mm. and I didn't in the end I didn't quite have the I don't know the whatever the mojo to go and yeah. it was really refreshing. I really noticed that. I didn't give myself a big hard time about that. Good. Yay! That, that, like, in terms of making that change, it's now going to be easier to go next yeah. time. Or not, you know, depending on as and when. You know, it wasn't yeah. like I needed to start with everyone else at the beginning of term. You know, yeah. you just go when you want to go. And, like, so mm-hmm. just, I think, taking pressure off. So I think... For me, change is about what your internal dialogue tells you about yourself if you're contemplating change or trying to change. or Yeah. yeah. I think it, it needs to be a l- whole load of self-compassion if you're going to tackle anything. Totally. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I, so, think, I think it for me, it really depends on the season and what is one of my problems is I have all these ideas so every day I'm just like oh I could do this oh I could do that I could do this and so sometimes I will reach out and tell someone about ideas that I have I just more for accountability and also to remember them because I also have a terrible memory so then like (laughs) if I don't record them somewhere then I kind of forget that I had that idea um but then that's why for me like coaching with Kimmy was awesome like in a season where I'm like trying to formulate the ideas and trying to figure out and as a result of that I'm just like yeah I will do a master's degree in psychology like you know it's just like I'll actually put that idea into action I will commit to that idea because I've I've done a journey with that I've and I've had accountability along the way to you know to to process that in a good and a healthy way and so yeah I think I'm I'm learning because I can quite often be like yes I'm 
I'm going to eat so healthy. It's going to be absolutely <laughs> incredible. But I'll wake up the next morning and totally forgot I saw, said that <laughs> and eat a Mars bar or I've just had Maltesers for breakfast. Like, you know, it's just like, and I think I'm... Um, Surely that's allowed. Yeah, I, I may or may not have helped in that endeavor. <laughs> like, I, I'm, you know what I'm really enjoying just now is some of the more balanced approaches, I think especially as women as well, of just realizing... There's certain times in the month where we do not want to eat just really healthy. We really, really need the Maltesers for breakfast and that's okay. And I love the sort of intuitive kind of stuff around that. Like, go, let's go with the flow. But then I think there's sometimes those kickstarts which are just helpful, aren't they? Like, to remind us. I don't know. But I think it depends on our personalities, isn't it? And just how we're wired and what we need. No, I think there's something... It's not accountability, but just just it creating an environment where you're more likely to make the choice that you're planning to make. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I mean, I've done it. I filled the fridge with fruit and veg and yogurt and you know all that kind of stuff. And then a month later, gone through the fridge and. But <laughs> 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 well, I'm more likely to, you know, I'm going through a mandarin phase at the moment, so we've got tons of the things. But I'm, I'm more likely to grab them because they're there. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's like creating a, an environment for success, I think it's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Also, I that next best or next right thing yeah. is trusting yourself in the moment. And I think there's a place where sometimes I will, I will, because I've committed to something, then it's almost like because I've said it, I'm already living as if it's true versus versus just going, okay, I don't have to be there now. I can be here now. And right here, right now, I can make a good decision. I think that's really interesting. In coaching, I talk with clients about microscopic or, um, or what was the word? Microscopic or um, like nuclear shift. So Mm -hmm. like if you know that you want to, you know, write your paper, what do you need to do? Like, I need to take out my laptop. Okay. So Mm -hmm. then just put your laptop on the table. If you want to work on your paper, on on writing, you're writing your book for 20 minutes tomorrow, put your laptop out Mm -hmm. and your pen and pen, like put, Mm -hmm. set that up. So that's one small thing you need to do so that when you come downstairs, it's there. And I was joking with Rhoda that I'm becoming an old lady because <laughs> I have a pill box. <laughs> I decided I need, I've been, I listened to this, um, this podcast, this podcast. And then I read the book, um, the, the book menopausing. What is it? Menopausing? Is that Davina mm-hmm. McCall? Mm-hmm. And so then I thought, you know, there's some vitamins she talked about. I thought I'm going to try some vitamins. So I have this enormous purple by the way that was a vitamin marketing thing the large purple vitamin that I put in my pill box with my other medications I'm like oh my gosh I, they're adding that to my tinder profile I, I my vitamins my bunion my, my midlife menopausal just one hair well just one hair that grows out of my chin 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 that's such a good idea i'm always talking to people about what we can do to like set an alarm to take something or set an alarm to have a screen break or drink a glass of water or you know whatever you need yes 
put it in your phone <laughs> you know like and um just but also, yeah the memory stuff I think is so hot especially in the menopause with all the brain fog and like my memory is mm. shocking you know mm. but um but yeah making yeah making it easy on yourself but also I think Julia Cameron has that book the artist's way mm. Have, you've done it yeah. haven't you said it's really fascinating because she talks about part it's a 12-week program it's I hesitate to say program but she invites you to journal and not actually look she has these activities she invites people to try to conjure up their creativity but one of the things she says is we need to change the path we're walking on mm. because literally and figuratively that once a week over the 12 weeks you do something you wouldn't usually do because we Ooh. we get stuck in our patterns yeah, totally. so sometimes eating or exercise or no exercise yeah. or whatever is part of the pattern mm. that you 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 drink coffee because it's what you do every morning and yeah. yes you know i'm addicted to a coffee and i love it and <laughs> I, love I, it. I choose I choose if love and coffee's wrong, I don't want to be right. But <laughs> and I, I, it endlessly fascinates me why I love it because it's bitter. It's a weird, like as a, as a, you know, like it's just a weird taste. But I just absolutely love it. Yeah, is it Julie Cameron that does the artist dates? Is that part of the artist way? Where you yes! take yourself on a date or yes, do something creative. Yes, so, something you wouldn't usually do. Yeah. And it can be small or big. Like I, when I did it, I took myself to a ta, um, a Buddhist monastery and took a wander. Mm. And you know what? Just doing things that you wouldn't usually do. Yeah, I love it. But I also think, Sunny, sometimes we need rehearsals. We need those, mm. like, in intending to go to the craft day, knowing the details and getting mm. stuff ready in case I went. And then not going is part of getting there. Maybe mm. the not going yeah. is part of getting there. Hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, earlier we like we we started talking about hanging out and like the importance of being with around people too. And I think the winter does you know, we need to make an extra effort in the winter, don't we? Totally. Totally. Especially January, because I think sometimes people have peopled themselves out with the people they wouldn't necessarily <laughs> always choose to spend hang out three with. days in one house with, you know, like totally. so, so I think there's right, you know, so like <gasps> certainly I retreat, you know, well, you know me, I would like I would never go anywhere if if, if I really let myself. But um <laughs> um but yeah, so I think like hanging out and we were talking about hanging out and doing nothing. <laughs> But not yeah. nothing, but not having um like not having to have a reason to see oh. each other, you know, like it's just it's just it, it's funny, Kimmy and I have just intentionally had a sleepover last night because I think when you're an adult, you're so busy doing adult related activities that are just always programmed, you've got to be at a certain place, certain time. But also also the other line of parenting as well of like being available and being home and all that kind of thing and so then we were just like well let's just have a sleepover and then it was really funny because you said to me this morning like what are we doing here like why are you here i I just can't figure out why you're here (laughs) (laughs) it's just really 
really funny because I think as adults, like how often do we just hang out? And we and and Kimmy and I were both saying this is one of the things we love about Sunny is that when we go to Sunny's house, and mm. especially now, but even when you were at Colfell, like yeah. Yeah. especially now, it's just like you just hang out. We just hang out. Like we've got no agenda. We like we don't know how long this is going to be for. We don't know when yeah. this will start and finish. Are you free? Yeah, I'm free. Brilliant. And it's really cool. I've just ordered the the book that Sunny had found um, in an article. Which what is, is it just, called? It's called Hanging Out. And um, I can't remember the author. We need to find that. Um, oh, but, that. Yeah, but like it just really intrigues me because there's so many parts of our brains, of our well-being, of our emotional health, which are completely met in that place of doing nothing together. And, yeah. Um, of just having those people who we just feel comfortable enough to sit in the silence with, to drink a cup of coffee, to, you know, just like, just to be, isn't it? Just being. Yeah. Which, which I like, I, I love, I was just um, reading that somebody, like as an adult, they've committed to every January, they go away for a weekend with a bunch of friends that they met like 20, 30 years ago and intentionally do it in January, post-Christmas. It's a refuel those tanks. Yeah. and But just be, just be. We're just going to do that every year. And I, I love that kind of, let's just be in the same place at the same time. Freedom thing yes. But, I, you know, I think about some people who are listening who are thinking to themselves, but I don't have anyone. Mm. And I I think that's a very common thing mm. because, and, and even when you do have those people in your life that you choose and who choose you, and that's the tricky part mm. is I think mm. it's almost just as amazing to find a friend with whom you click as mm. it is to find a, a life partner in a, in a relational way. Mm. But um, like, to, as adult, it, it's just been a revelation to me. As adults, we, as children, that's almost all you do. But as adults, we don't hang out unless there's a purpose, which is, I wasn't saying like, why are you here? Mm-hmm. I was saying like, I can't figure out what, what are we doing? Yeah. What are you doing here? What are we? And that's it. Like, yeah. like we, let's get together for a coffee. Let's get together for dinner. Let's go on a walk. Let's go work out. Come help me. Would you, you know, come help me paint my living room. There's a purpose. Let's go to the music. Let's have a play date. And it also puts a finite time limit on it. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about a coffee. Like once you finish the coffee, then you, you, when you hang out, there's no, like, it's a bit unended in a way, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. How you're having a whole night together and stuff. But do you know what? It's interesting you say this, Kimmy. Like, and this will be interesting. So my kids are like teens, preteens. This has been one of my concerns for them. And especially I think COVID has affected this too. I rarely observe my children hanging out with their friends in person. Like Hmm. that that is a very rare occurrence for them. They are very planned in how they come together with other friends. Um, partially that's because of I think the nature of how we're living as well so like so we drive our kids to school so then yeah. we're not in the neighborhood of that school yeah. so when I was growing up we all walked to school 
and it would be very very common after school be like oh we'll just go into their house and sit for a few hours and do absolutely nothing and there was no screens or anything like that to kind of gather around like you had your four channels didn't you like (laughs) there's nothing on the telly there's nothing on the telly (laughs) like job done so I like that's been one of my concerns actually watching our kids because that was a huge part of my understanding and growing socially emotionally in so many ways was just those like Kimmy described a, a game that she played with a friend of of counting out the skittles like the colors of the skittles and then tasting each row of colors is that what you yeah said? and then mixing like, them in year four I went to a new school because my primary school closed and I made friends with a girl named Lisa and she lived near the school so we'd walk to her house after school and maybe on the and again we didn't have to tell our parents maybe on the way home we'd stop at Crawford's and Rolling Meadows and there was a little mall there and we'd Maybe go, we'd have a few coins. We'd go get candy, get some candy. We'd bring it to our house and we would just do nothing. I remember dancing to, she introduced me to the band, um, the Water Skis, and they sing Vacation All oh, no, It. Linda Carlisle. Oh, Linda Carlisle. Oh, my God. Thank you. And we, so we danced in a room and we spent a good afternoon like memorizing. Mm. The lyrics. Yes. That was what we did. Yes. Did we plan Good to day. do that? Good day. Yeah. Come over so that we can so that we can memorize those lyrics and organize Skittles. No, we just did it. Yeah. I love yeah, that. I love you see on TikTok. I don't have TikTok, but you see them elsewhere, don't you? Where where kids have got together and done dances and families are doing dances and something. Yes. And they finally get to like record them on TikTok and stuff. And it's lovely to see. I mean, that's a very kind of modern end result but actually getting together as a family dressed the same or you know trying to teach mum and dad the moves or I think that's just that just looks so fun yeah Yeah, when you were talking about hanging out immediately went back to teenage the the time where like your parents don't necessarily need to know where you are so they're totally happy for you to go to school get back us like maybe be back in time to eat because someone's bothered to yeah. get um and then you're just but literally just hanging out on a street corner in a park in like no <laughs> on a street like, corner nothing. what were you doing on a street <laughs> corner <laughs> I love smoking yeah I love smoking and other things too yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Spirit, sunny what's your maiden name <laughs> oh yeah i knew that speed <laughs> yeah. scene i want to call you that and then we we just like you say we go to people's houses and yeah like there was no purpose to any yeah. of it, it was really like it would be really boring to go home and sit on my own yeah and, wow, i just spend a long time like, like doing that is so weird isn't it yeah, uh, but what was lovely was when when I was when I, I reached out to both of you saying like oh but wobbly about going to sing tomorrow, and Kim said oh I felt like that like you know and I I didn't come to the women's circle for ages and ages and ages and then I came because I used to run a background I used to facilitate a gather the women's circle, and that's where I met Kim with a yeah. tiny tiny Henry, in a in a sling and. um so if you hadn't come to that well that really gave me hope because I thought wow because we're just like such dear friends now yeah if you hadn't gone like we wouldn't we wouldn't have had the opportunity to to meet so easily 
isn't it interesting too? Like when you think about it's, it's, I, it's interesting because then I brought Henry then invited you to Henry's. We did sort of a Thanksgiving celebration. We didn't, my, for me and our family, we didn't baptize Henry, but we had a sort of a celebration of his life, welcoming him into our community, into our church, into our friendship circles. And so we packed the church out with people Mm. of all different faith traditions, all different belief systems Mm. who are in our community came together and celebrated. And then Sunny, you and another friend of ours from the women's circle came. And from there, we connected. It's strange, isn't it? When you like, that's how you met Rhoda. But then there was a quote and I can't remember who it's, who is it's so who said this, maybe it was Steve Jobs in his commencement address to the Stanford graduates. He said, I think he said, you can only connect the dots going backwards. It was Steve Jobs commencement Mm -hmm. address. You can only connect the dots going backwards. And I, I mean, you can't connect the dots going forward. We try. Mm, Totally true. But they don't create, always create the right picture. Mm. And so it's kind of like a maze. You know how it's easier to find your way back to the beginning when you start at the end of a maze. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, totally. So, like we can connect the dots going backwards and that's the story. Of course, that's a story, but there are other stories that are about to happen in our lives that will make perfect sense. May we in embracing the wobble find the wobble takes us to some extraordinary places, you know, but we can't predict it. We can't make it happen. We can't force it. We can position ourselves. Like, you know serendipity and sliding doors and mm-hmm. like that there might be someone at that group yeah that, that I would end up being dear friends with but we both have to turn up you know like it's, yeah it's just like we can't know that we'll meet our people can't we just can't yeah. so like you said yeah. we've, met them and we've met them you know yeah it gave me hope, Kim, because I thought, oh, yeah, because yeah. I'm Yay! unless I go. You know, like, yeah. this, what I want is a couple of friends, you know, yeah. to coffee with, you know, to hang out. Yes. Yeah. Again, back to coffee. <laughs> yeah. There was a recent uh, interview with, um, there was a recent interview with, um, there was a recent interview with Jane Fonda, are three American actresses, Jane Fonda, Sally Field, and Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin said this great thing, by the way. She said, forgiveness is giving up the hope of giving up all hope of a different past. Mm-hmm. I love that. But those three and Jane Fonda in all her glory and beauty and candor, she said, I, I talk about feeling like my there's an expiration date on my attractiveness as a woman now that I'm 50, but and I don't think that's really true, but something in me says it is. So I'm reconciling that. But Jane Fonda says her husband said that, oh, you can't make any new friends after 60. And she said, I absolutely can. And she said, it's all about intention. And she said, mm. she said, I know, I knew I wanted to be friends with Sally Fields. And I, she said, I 
I came to her with intention and, mm. and I, and I would not leave her alone. Mm. And she goes, and I mean this in all respects, like she's like, cause Sally Fields says she's an introvert and she's like, no, she wouldn't. She's like, she just wanted to have coffee with me. And she, but it, even them like talking, like yeah. it, we yes. don't talk it's like expiration date on attractiveness, but is there a capacity where, Oh, when I'm 60, I'm not going to make new friends, yeah. but how sad. What yeah. do we believe that? I have friends. I, I had a friend who was in her eighties in California who lived in my apartment complex, Joan. She became a, such a dear friend that she went with me to my wedding dress fitting because I didn't have anyone else locally who was older than me. I knew would be honest. I knew she would be honest. <laughs> so it, you know, expiration date on connection at all. No, my grandmother, no. when my grandfather died, um, she started going back to church and she, Oh, she just made the most wonderful group of friends mm. of all different ages and just mm. the most wonderful, like, new mm. friends that she just would never have have met. I guess it's just, mm. I guess maybe the, the part is about um, putting yourself somewhere where that can happen. Like, we were yeah. talking earlier about creating an environment for success. Like, I, I'm not gonna have someone like I try and I chat to the landlord the guy that came to fix the boiler the guy that did the garden you know like I make <laughs> friends with everybody but they're not gonna like these women or like my people aren't gonna knock on my door <laughs> yeah. I know that I have to find courage to go mm. and, and walk into a room as the new new girl again which mm. surely to goodness I can do because I've done that mm so many times your and whole life whole life I, I, I was thinking about friendship and I was thinking like my 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 oldest friend is is someone I've known from when I was 18 I don't have anybody mm. from childhood don't know anybody mm. family members um you know and I think that's the only one person and then everyone else is really from the last decade you know so mm. we really can just do that with the we have to go into the room with some people in it, don't we? And yeah. I think that's a really tough thing to do. Yeah. And I think I think it really is about one day we'll walk past the building, the next day we'll you know, Totally, we'll, yeah. We're going in the building. The the next time we go, we might go in, turn around, come back out again. You know, like it's mm. I think I think it's not there's not just a one attempt, is there sometimes? We have to keep going. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think that's the hardest part is getting through the door. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's just so so vulnerable, isn't it? Like it's so vulnerable. This human journey is so vulnerable, <laughs> but I think that friendship creation as you get into adulthood, it's so interesting, isn't it? Because even when you think about hanging out as a kid, you didn't have any hang ups then, did you? Really about like, do you think they'll like playing with the skittles or not? Do they think they'll like that? Do, do you know, it like, happens organically. Yeah, it's funny, yeah. isn't it? And I think there's something as we grow older, because we've got more experience as well and more life experience, and we've probably picked up some collective experience along the way that's been negative or hard. Yeah. So then we're trying to navigate all those kind of things, aren't we, as adults? Um, I never really remember bringing anything to a close, you know, as a time. It was always someone's mum going, right, it's tea now, you have to go like back to your Yeah, <laughs> yeah, off you, you go. You were like, no, then we're all going to bed now, you need to leave, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with, like you could literally hang out with friends for 
but days. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, well, in the summer holidays. Leave, you know? Yeah, I remember, like, on the estate that we lived in, I just met up with the girls that I grew up with, so we've been friends since we were 11, and there would be many summer holidays where we would do sleepovers from one house to the next house to the next <laughs> house, and we would probably hang out collectively for a full week and never get bored of each other's company, like, just, like, and I just remember my dad, like, we would often pitch a tent in my back garden, and my dad would be shouting, we can be quiet, it's like but still talking all through the night like about random things like just just yeah just those moments each other on the phone you know like yeah ages on the phone talking to someone you just spent a whole day with you know yeah totally totally my ex I, i i just keep thinking about people who feel like they don't have anybody and i and i or maybe they didn't even have those stories but I remember my ex-husband saying that his strategy when he was lonely was to find someone lonelier than him. Mm. And I remember my pastor in California saying a similar thing, but saying, find, if you feel like you've got a heart and whether this is healthy or not, but whatever, mm. find someone who's got a harder and serve them. Mm. And I think that is where friendship grows out of need in a mm. way, mutual need, mutual interests. mutual but I like you know I like what you said too Sonny I think our I've read our siblings or our cousins are our first friends Mm. but they're friends that again you don't really naturally choose you just Mm. are in the same place at the same time Mm. and our friendships grow out of three areas where we live where we work and where we play yeah, sometimes our family members are not people we yeah, would yeah, choose yeah. for friends as adults. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my brother had very separate childhoods because uh, we went away to school and then we only would spend holidays together. And then some of those holidays, one would be with the other parent and I would be mm. out. Like, we had a really odd childhood, really. We only lived together until he was like eight and I was 11. You know, the mm-hmm. latest thing. So we have a really, I think we probably have a friendship on top of, you know, being siblings, if you, if you know what I mean. Like, there's yeah. an additional layer of choice to it because, mm. because we weren't just thrown together. <laughs> mm. Well, there's a whole other, here's a whole other podcast we should do is how different family members, every family member has a different childhood Mm. you know like Mm. a different experience of what Mm. their family was or is and i've had a couple of people ask if if they wanted to send us questions for us to talk about which is really nice that listening and wants us to talk about something so if anyone yeah question in um i'll pop my email on the Carrier pigeon, Sonny. We could do a carrier pigeon. Pop it in your carrier pigeon. Send it over. See how that goes. Yeah, we'll just pop something on Instagram or something. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll collect some ideas because that would be really good. And we'll try and meet more than like once every two months, I think, this year. <laughs> once a month. Yeah, we'll go. We'll shoot for that. Once a month because I think, yeah, that's the... Well, next month can be can be Dutch edition. We'll be we'll be speaking fully in Dutch for the entire episode. Well, now this is going to be interesting because 
Rhoda's is at my house while we're talking to Sunny this month, and potentially you'll be at Sunny's house yeah. while we do it next month. That's cool. On location. On location in Dutch. Lekker. National version. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Great. Oh, oh. Nice to see you guys. So, you yes. too, honey. Let's um, let's stop recording now before we go into. Um, Do you need me to get a charger? Oh, I think it should just fall for a little bit now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I will put all the things we've mentioned, hopefully, if I've remembered them and written them down, in the text that goes along with the podcast on the website. You're such a good producer, Sunny. You're so good at like I see you writing things down while we're talking. Like, okay, reference that. Reference that. <laughs> You really a, ca- a catalyst. You make things happen because yeah, you do. Like, Sunny. did she, did Sunny help you with your with your website, or is that just you? That's all you. Oh, and your little the, your the little page one. Yeah, and you're launching things. Oh, is that all you? Well, yeah. while we were talking, I pulled what I thought was like a something on Doris's face on her whiskers, and I think it was like a hair follicle, and it started bleeding while we we're oh, talking. Cool. You know, oh, so she's right there i thought it was like a, oh did i must have pulled it here she just didn't even wake up she sleeping and start bleeding oh she is such oh, a here she comes oh here she comes yeah so there's actually five six girls on the podcast today i've oh. got doris wants to clean rhoda's ears doris oh. just can't get enough of rhoda yeah Rhoda, i think i think <laughs> i i think that I think that Anna gets her animal magnetism from you, Ro. Yeah. I do notice that animal. Partially because I dropped her on her head as a kid. <laughs> Doris, not my daughter, Anna, but Doris. <laughs> and now we, have, we have an affinity for life, me and Doris. Bonded. Uh, bonded. She's, got, she's got a trauma bond. <laughs> Don't we all? Right. Stop recording now. So Yeah. Thank you for listening. If anyone has listened so far, geez. Um, <laughs> and um, and we'll we'll try to we'll definitely do something in February because we'll be together. So. <laughs>